What's up, everyone? I'm Will Fulton, and this is Thrillist Best Podcast. All right, so today we have two guests that, if you listen to this podcast, really need no introduction. Kat Thompson, food staff writer, and Tony Maravich, senior news editor. They are the two pillars of Thrillist fast food coverage. Uh, I guess that would make me some, some, some garbage beneath the two pillars. I don't know. What do you guys think? You're the third pillar. It's okay. You're you're part of it. I'm fishing yeah, for compliments. <laughs> Maybe a flying buttress. I mean, you you did write, you did eat every single item off of the Taco Bell menu. So like that is a commendable feat. That's yeah. true. I I may be an honorary member of the crew. Um, how are you guys? How's quarantine treating you? Um, Tony, do you want to go first? Do you want to talk about your bread? <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. A platform for uh, your bread making. I've turned into a bread person. I'm one of those annoying bearded white guys who post bread pictures on Instagram now. Exactly. I, I haven't been baking bread or really cooking at all. I did buy a yo-yo on Amazon that came this morning, though. It's like a high-performance yo-yo from Yomega with a ball bearing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Well, fuck yeah! <laughs> oh my god, it's it's a raider. Oh my god, it's it's blue. Like, are you gonna learn tricks? Do you have tricks up your sleeve? Well, I know some tricks because I, I I don't know if you guys went through this, but I think when I was in middle school, maybe like fifth or sixth grade, there was a big yo-yo fad, and we all got yo-yos and yep. learned tricks. So I can walk the dog. I can do. I forget what it's called, but when you make like a a triangle with a string and you you sleep the yo yo and you put it through it, you know what I'm talking about, Tony. Yeah, you rock rock the baby. Yeah, yeah rock the, the cradle. Baby. Rock the cradle. That's exactly what it's called. Yeah. Now. Yep. Yeah. This is honestly true. I was playing around with the yo yo, and there was this giant fly in our apartment all morning, and I killed the fly with the yo yo. <laughs> Honestly. This is such an interesting intro to this this podcast. Like, oh, it's <laughs> we're all talking about yo yos. <laughs> this is just oh, it's all gonna okay. get cut. I was gonna say, I'm like, maybe not. We're yeah. Seven minutes in. <laughs> maybe not though. Cause... Hey, you know, use what you gotta use. What you gotta use. We're all trying to thrive in quarantine. It's, it's fine. You know, I looked this up. The yo yo was invented actually to kill snakes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you. You would like fling it at their heads and kill them. Exactly. Yeah, when they're they're up in trees or in the grass, that's 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 what it was originally invented for. So I was kind of uh, it served its purpose. Yeah, exactly. Kill the fly. It's disgusting. I don't want to play with it anymore. Um, okay. Well, that's enough of that. We're here to talk about fast food. We're we're back on our grind, the three of us. Uh, back to our greasy drive-through roots, and we're talking today. <laughs> about the best fast food orders at multiple establishments that I've handpicked as some of my favorite fast food places. So it's one place, one menu item. Um, I'm very hungry. I haven't eaten today, so I anticipate this episode will only add to that problem. But, I, you know, they say you shouldn't go grocery shopping on an empty stomach. I don't think you should be on this podcast with an empty stomach because um, it'll fuck you up. So I want to start with, let's get this one out of the way. Let's get Taco Bell out of the way because... The three of us <laughs> have already, um, we've done a whole podcast on this, but it's still, <laughs> it's worth, it's worth mentioning again. Um, that was actually the first one we ever recorded way back in the day of, uh, yeah. October, 2019. But I have to say my choice remains the same and you both know where I'm going with this. 
My favorite thing at Taco Bell yeah. is the soft taco. <laughs> like I said, we 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 done this. We've done this before. Um, I'll say the same line that I say every time we talk about this. It's not called Dor- it's not called Burrito <laughs> Bell. It's not Doritos Locos Bell. It's Taco Bell, specifically the soft the soft taco. Um, it's just like it's the quintessential order. I don't think you can go to Taco Bell without ordering one. Um, it will always be my pick. It will always be my pick when someone asks me what the best thing at Taco Bell is. And now I extend this. Towards Bro. you, cat. What is your pick for the best thing at Taco Bell? <laughs> Wait, but also when you say it's not called, you know, like Crunchwrap Supreme Bell, like when, if it's called Taco Bell, why wouldn't a hot taco be above a soft taco? You know, there's like there's so many different tacos at Taco Bell, so yeah, just, you know, I don't know if that logic really flies. Well, I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> but anyway, I, I wanted to. Um, no, hold on, <laughs> wait, you got I the. The hard taco, it's just, it's just not, it's, the shell is too, I know this sounds stupid, it's too hard, it's too crunchy. I've, I've, I have cut the roof of my mouth on a Taco Bell hard taco before. I prefer the soft for that reason, for my own safety. Okay, sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Sounds like a personal problem, but it's fine. It kind of is. Uh, My pick is also still the same. (laughs) Um, um, It's the Crunchwrap Supreme. Even better is like this is only a limited time offer item, but the triple double Crunchwrap Supreme is also great. It has every component you would want um, in a Taco Bell dish. It has the beans, got the meat, cheese, lettuce, sour cream. If you want to make it even better, swap out the sour cream for the chipotle sauce, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a, a the experience of Taco Bell wrapped up to go, and it is fantastic. And I will always be a supporter of the Crunchwrap Supreme. So yeah, that's my pick. Ooh, I, okay, I love that. Uh, Tony, what do you think? My pick these days is the spicy potato taco. What? That changed? So you uh, changed ooh. your mind since October. Yeah, it changed. Um, well, Kat, you actually introduced this to me. And I did. I've just been in love with it since then. Um, they're, they're really cheap. They're full of spice and flavor and crispy crunch from the fried potatoes and i they're just different you know i'm not i'm not getting a potato taco anywhere else so um i mean obviously i love a good crunch wrap supreme or a chicken quesadilla drowned in fire sauce but i think these days the only thing that's getting me like really excited is the spicy potato taco I'm so glad that you enjoy them. I'm glad that that I have influenced at least one person to get the spicy potato taco. To me, when I do these rankings or these picks, it's almost, I know this sounds stupid and a little flaky, but it's almost ineffable. It's, It's almost like ineffable, undescribable how I pick the best. It really is just a feeling. I try to, I try to think about, not necessarily what's my favorite, but what is the one singular menu item from these places that you can call out as the best? Um, and I think that's true when you rate or rank anything, whether it's like, you know, uh, movies or albums from your favorite band. Uh, I just, whatever whatever singular thing just stands out to me as something that I would give, you know, like a uh, picture an alien, right? I think some some new footage just emerged that uh, that might prove aliens exist. <laughs> if they came down and was just like, "Give me the best thing from Taco Bell," like that's what I would give them—a soft taco. And I'm wondering what you guys think. You know, Tony, 
when you do something like this, how do you choose? What does best mean to you? Um, I just keep eating things until I get this special thrill of tingle <laughs> in my fingers. The thrillist tingle. Special thrillist tingle. Uh, with me becoming dehydrated and about to pass out from eating too much sodium. Um, but, uh, no, I think it, it, it's a lot of things. And I agree that a, a huge portion of it is just that feeling when you know that like, this is, this is like the singular item that encompasses this fast food chain and what it wants to be and what, what it contributes to the world. And I think the hardest part isn't deciding which one is the best one. It's describing what makes it so much better because it's such a visceral feeling and sometimes it's just hard to put into words. And you wanna you wanna write something in these stories that, you know, captures all of your thoughts, but you're not trying to convince anyone. You're just offering your your thoughts so that they can hear you out and possibly try it themselves and maybe they'll agree with you and maybe they won't it's not our job to convince people that was a really good wow, answer to was, me. yeah that was beautiful that, that was, was poetic beautiful. i'm like i forgot we're talking i forgot we're talking about fast food <laughs> i know and by the way tony that thrillist tingle was the original name of this show before we changed it Cat, I hate to put you, uh, I, I, I hate to set you up to follow this, but do you have anything to add to Tony's very eloquent explanation? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I think the combination of both of your explanations is pretty much it. I also like to consider like, okay, like the embodiment of a chain. So if we're talking about Taco Bell, for example, as I mentioned, like the Crunchwrap has all the components that I mean, Taco Bell only has like 12 ingredients in total or something like that. And it's like just things rearranged in different shapes. But the Crunchwrap has so many of the components in one. So I feel like it's an embodiment of the brand. And I also like to consider, yeah, the overall taste and also like textural components. So because Crunchwrap has like a tostada shell in the middle, it's crunchy, but it also has like the soft flour tortilla. Um, it's grilled. So thinking about textures, textures is such a big part of food. Definitely, so that's something to take into consideration. And same with like, if I'm having a sandwich, a crispy chicken sandwich, like, what is the batter like? Is it like puffy? Is it crunchy? Is it like popcorny? I don't know. Like, you, you really want to think about textures too, because those are like things that are really pleasing to eat. Yeah, no, that makes sense too. And I always love reading um, the way that you report cat on fast food too, because you take things into consideration that. I would never even think about. So I think that you definitely add another level to that stuff, which is really appreciated because not a lot of people take fast food seriously like we do. And when you do, I think it, it really shines through. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> on to the next one. Wendy's, or as I call it, Windows for some reason that I, I don't know why. But Wendy's for me, um, <laughs> I like almost everything from Wendy's. I don't know if it's my favorite fast food restaurant, but it would definitely be very, very high up there. I think my favorites and what I think the best menu item that they do with regards to the Frosty, which I love, are their spicy chicken nuggets. They're my favorite chicken nuggets of the fast food variety. Uh, They're just the right level of spicy for me. I really love them. They're cheap. It's another thing like the soft taco that no matter what I get, I will just toss in the order 
and a trip to Wendy's doesn't feel right without some spicy chicken nugs. But I'm interested to hear what you guys say. Um, Tony, what's your favorite thing at Wendy's? Mine is similar. It's the spicy chicken sandwich. Hell yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I think my dad introduced me to the pleasure that is a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. <laughs> um, and it's been a lifelong love. Um, when he picked me up from trips home from college, he didn't even have to ask me what I wanted on the way home. We would just end up in the Wendy's drive through <laughs> and a few minutes later I would have some spicy chicken sandwiches. <laughs> um, and like, let's be real here. The chicken is all right. And the spicy level is actually pretty low for a sandwich that has the word spicy in its name. True. Um, but this is all just father son nostalgia for me. And actually lately I've been ordering it with, uh, the addition of pickles and I've yet to regret it. I love that. That's so nice. Yeah. What's your, what's your windows pick? Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if I was um, going off my nostalgia, I would also doing nostalgia based. It'd be a junior cheeseburger because that was what I always got growing up. But I think as the full fledged adult I am now, eating fast food all the time, um, I would probably go with the Wendy's Baconator. I'm really into Wendy's bacon. I think it's really good. They always put a lot of it. Like I think I think the Baconator has like six strips of bacon. Yeah, at least. Um, and then it's like. The components go so well together, like the mayonnaise with the ketchup and like the melted American cheese and their fresh beef. Oh, it's such a sodium bomb, but it's it's so good and their buns are so plush. So I think I would I think I'd pick a baconator. So what, for my Wendy's pick. But also yes, love a frosty as well. Oh hell yeah. Wait, so what what is what separates the baconator from other Wendy's burgers? Is it just like a shit ton of bacon? much yeah. like a fuck ton of bacon <laughs> but on, honestly i like i like all of wendy's burgers like i think that their beef does take because their beef is fresh it does taste a lot better like a dave single i'd be happy with having um yeah their burgers are just really good yeah, but they are. i think the baconator also it doesn't have like it doesn't have <laughs> veggies on it it's straight up like meat <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's beef, bacon, <laughs> and like cheese, and there's like you don't have to deal with lettuce or onions or whatever. <laughs> it's like one of those fake burgers from Grand Theft Auto that they advertise. It's just all meat. Yeah, pretty much. Do you know <laughs> why Wendy's burgers are square? I do. They don't cut corners. You know, Cat, you're not wrong because that's what people say. <laughs> that's like their corporate line because Wendy's doesn't cut corners. Uh, Tony, do you know the real answer? Yes, it's so that um, so with a if you put a circular patty on a circular bun, nothing's going to stick out of the sides. If you put a square patty on a circular bun, the corners are going to stick out, and therefore you'll be able to see the quality of the beef. Boom, got them. Exactly, exactly correct. And they don't cut corners, so you guys are both right. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. The corners that have not been cut are peeking out. Exactly. And they're the highest quality beef. Uh, okay. So the next up, I know, Kat, this is one of your favorites In N Out Burger. I have a limited experience with In N Out Burger. I've only been there a handful of times. So um, I'm going to remove myself from this conversation, although I will say it an animal style <laughs> burger 
and I really liked it. But, uh, you know, Kat, I'll let you jump in here. What's the best thing at In-N-Out? I'm glad you asked me. In-N-Out is probably the one thing, one of the things I crave the most living in New York. Um, Or like I lived in Thailand for a couple months, a couple years ago. And I think In-N-Out is what I miss the most. And the first thing I ate when I moved back to the States. But um, the best thing to eat at In-N-Out I have a very specific order, but I always get a double-double and you ask for animal style. When it's animal style, you get extra animal sauce and you get pickles on it. And the patties are what's called mustard grilled, which is basically they're squirted with mustard as they're grilled. So like the mustard is like caramelizing on the patties. Mm. And the overall experience is just incredibly enjoyable. I like, yeah, I live and die for In-N-Out and next time I'm in California, that's definitely like the first thing I'm going to get because I miss it a lot. Definitely. So Kat, for people who don't know, uh, what, what does animal style mean? Um, so animal style is basically a way that in and out like upgrades their food with it. It's the addition of sauce, grilled onions and cheese essentially. So like when you get animal style fries, I mean, you get, fries covered in the animal sauce which is like a type of it's thousand island-esque like it has like pickle relish in it and it's like creamy it's like pink definitely mayo-y and ketchup-y and like uh, i don't know there's i don't know what's in it but it tastes similar to thousand island and then yeah there's melted cheese on top american cheese and then grilled onions finish um and it's fantastic animal fries are also very good would highly recommend getting those as well i love it Tony, do you have thoughts here? Obviously, I'm ordering a double-double because, like Kat said, you can't go wrong with a double-double. Um, I don't get quite her order, but I do get pickles on it. Um, but I'm also ordering the fries. Why? Why am I ordering the fries? Yeah, why? To remind myself how fucking terrible they are. <laughs> usually, usually, I go about a trip to the West Coast, so I have to order in and out fries just to confirm how goddamn awful they are every time. Because you sort of forget how bad they are. Then you just eat a fistful of them and you're like, oh yeah, these are shit. Can I say a tip for the listeners to really get the best version of fries at In-N-Out, you got to order them well done. Because I get the complaints that people have because they are, they're made from fresh potatoes. So they're quite potato-y, like the fries. And if they're not fried enough, they, that potato is not it's not hiding enough <laughs> under enough crispy oil <laughs> so the key is to order them well done and then they'll be crispy like more like chips and then they'll taste better tony you you talked a lot <laughs> about <laughs> you mentioned pickles a few times and i know that when we uh a few months ago it seems like forever ago we held our fast food awards uh the fasties you had a category mvp most valuable pickle just in case people missed the fasties what was your pick for the best pickle in fast food uh, as someone who thinks about that a whole lot like you do? Yeah, you know, I, I just sit around thinking about pickles all the time, guys. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's not untrue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love me a good pickle, so it certainly deserved a place in our, um, our site's first ever fast food awards, the Fasties, um, back in February. And yeah, we were looking at what fast food chains put out into the world in the year of our Lord, 2019. And I think 
the pickle that stood out to me um, was the pickle that comes on uh, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich and the regular chicken sandwich for that matter. And they source these pickles from this company in Chicago. I think it's the same company or it's a company owned by Vienna beef. So the hot dog maker. Yeah. Um, and they tried these pickles during the sandwich development process and just like completely fell in love with them. It was the first and only pickle that they sampled for the sandwich. And they're like, this is the pickle that we want. And now it's served on, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of fried chicken sandwiches from Popeye's. And they're just big, you know, thick coin shaped pickle slices. And, um, they add such a nice crunch and acidity to the already delicious sandwich. That's amazing. Now that's what I call fast food expertise <laughs> from the Thrillist team right there. Really digging in. <laughs> I mean that. I'm not being sarcastic. On that note, we have to take a really quick break, but we'll be right back with more fast food picks. Stick around. All right, we are back, and the fast food restaurant that is up is Chick-fil-A. Uh, my choice for this is, I don't know if this is cheating or if this is, you know, not not really answering the question, but my pick is the Chick-fil-A sauce at Chick-fil-A, it is, I think it's the best thing that they make. You know, it's, uh, I think it's a combination of honey, mustard, and barbecue. Uh, their Polynesian sauce is really good. So is their sweet and spicy sriracha. All their sauces are great. But I think the Chick-fil-A sauce is really transcendent um, of that fast food restaurant. And I love it. So that's my pick for the favorite thing, for, for my favorite thing at Chick-fil-A. Uh, Kat, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, so it's a little bit of a cop-out, but it's fine because yeah. I think it's hard when we're talking about Chick-fil-A because so many of their things are just like iterations of similar things, like a chicken sandwich versus a chicken nugget. I don't know. Like We're, we're all talking about chicken at the end of the day. Yeah. But personally, I think the best thing to order is um, off the breakfast menu. Their chicken biscuit is like absolutely phenomenal. I think the reason why I'm so intrigued by it is that typically fast food biscuits are like so dry. They're so like devoid of any like comfort. They like, they're just not satisfying. Whereas at Chick-fil-A, um, their biscuits are really buttery. They're really fluffy. Um, and then eating it with some honey glazed over it with the chicken is a perfect breakfast, like a perfect combination. So, um, yeah, I would go with Chick-fil-A buttery, biscuit yeah no you can only get at breakfast i feel you there i mean it is delicious i would say that um part of my reason for not picking that is because i think there's another fast food brand that does that same similar kind of thing a little bit better which we'll get to hey foreshadowing but no it's a good pick um oh yeah tony what about you what's your chick-fil-a order um so first i want to say that as a proud gay man i likely won't be eating a lot of chick-fil-a but i do occasionally sure. um uh let's just say the wounds are going to take a while to heal you know right um but if i do end up eating chick-fil-a i usually just get the classic fried chicken sandwich um it's certainly not my favorite fast food fried chicken sandwich but I have to say that it's objectively good. It's a really good fried chicken sandwich. Um, we were just talking about pickles, and I will say that I'm 
almost always disappointed by either the lack of pickles on my Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich or just like the sheer like thinness of them. They're almost like transparent because they're just so thin and little. Um, you don't want a chicken sandwich with little pickles on it, okay? <laughs> True. That's not what you want. Agreed. Actually, actually, there's probably no scenario in life where you want a little pickle. <laughs> this is also true Tony and I are pickle fiends we love pickles I feel like we talk about pickles all the time well, that's what I'm saying this is mostly yeah. pickle talk um, which was originally the also the other name that we had in mind for the show uh, pickle talk with the <laughs> pickle talk yeah I mean yeah, Ch- yeah when, are we, when are we doing an episode about pickles Will <laughs> I don't know uh, we'll see the demand that comes out of this uh, yeah in the comments if you want a pickle <laughs> exclusive episode just let us know and we'll we'll get cracking on that <laughs> This is a little off topic. I mean, you know, as expected. What fast food place do you think has the best logo? And the reason I was thinking about this is because um, I, I saw a few Twitter threads recently talking about Baskin Robbins, how which I, I would maybe classify as a fast food place, how they have the number 31 outlined in their logo, which I never noticed before. And I think that that's a pretty wow. nifty logo. I know. Have you guys thought about that? Uh, the PR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that about um. Classic. I know. But um, it- I I have not thought about logos as a whole too much. I feel like McDonald's is probably like the most iconic one. Yeah. But I will say, probably the best mascot. I would give that to Jolly Bee, because Jolly Bee's Jolly Bee is so freaking cute and. He had his own TV show, and he's just a nice bee. He's a hardworking bee, and I love him. So hardworking. That's who I would give it to. <laughs> he's, he's a nice bee. Yeah, hardworking he's a bee. bee. He's a... It sounds like you're trying to set him up That's... with one of us, not like to say he's good, good guy, hardworking <laughs> bee. Uh, loves his mom. <laughs> you know, it's great. I just want, I just want people to support Jolly Bee. I love Jolly Bee, but yes, he, you know, he, yeah, I think. Well, I think if you met him, you'd really like him. <laughs> I, I would love to. I would love to if you if he's around. <laughs> Tony, do you have any take yeah. on the uh, the best fast food, either logo or mascot? Um, I don't. I guess this might count as both, but I really like Wendy's logo. Uh, you get you get Wendy in it, and she's like this smiling, you know, redheaded girl with pigtails and um it's it's like a it's like an inviting logo and it also gets sort of like the retro essence of classic fast food let's move to the golden arches which you mentioned mcdonald's um i thought about this one a lot which because i do like mcdonald's and i think a lot of what they do is truly great i love their fries love their fries um i also love a good big mac like anyone but i'm a sucker for breakfast food and I had one of these the other day. I love their bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. I don't know what it is. It's something about it. I love bacon, egg, and cheeses anyway. Um, And I don't, you know, the weird thing is like, Kat, you were talking about biscuits with Chick-fil-A. I don't even love McDonald's biscuit, but something about the combination of everything just in the morning, I think it's the perfect size. Um, I love it. It's like the perfect thing to have at the airport. Um, And when I really search my soul about McDonald's, I I, I wouldn't feel right saying anything other than the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. 
Tony, what is your McDonald's order? Um, I I can't help but have this strange affliction for the neediest thing on the menu, and that's the double quarter pounder with cheese. Yes. Um, yeah. They switch to fresh beef. Like, I, I can't order anything else there. Like, the Big Mac, you know, just pales in comparison to the fresh beef quarter pounder with cheese, double quarter pounder with cheese. I get it with no slivered onions because they're fucking gross. And yeah. I get extra pickles, extra ketchup. Um, this is my go-to fast fast food burger. Like, if if I'm gonna get a fast food burger, I'm gonna get this one out of all of them. So, you know, uh, when I find myself at McDonald's, you know damn well that I'm gonna get this. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a juicy, fatty monster, and that's why I have to pile on the pickles and the ketchup so that the acidity sort of like cuts into the fat overload. Mine is essentially. Tony, Tony took the words out of my mouth. I, I also have, it's hard because like I do love a Big Mac and I love a filet fish too. But I feel like the best sandwich on the menu is their new and improved double quarter pounder with cheese. Like like Tony, for all the reasons Tony said, like the meat is really fresh. Um, it tastes a lot juicier. Like eating a Big Mac, I love all the components of a Big Mac, like the the diced onions and the mac sauce but because of the beef in the big mac like it it just can't compare i think what mcdonald's should do is make a big mac with the double quarter pounder patties i think that would be probably the best sandwich that they made also yeah. will i'll just say like i'm shocked that you would pick a biscuit over a mcgriddles i feel like are the superior <laughs> breakfast sandwich but um especially because i do think that the mcdonald's biscuits are super dry but you know live your life they are okay listen i'm glad you brought that up because in my in my youth i would have certainly picked the bacon egg and cheese mcgriddle like 100 percent. but i will say i went mm -hmm. like i guess it was almost a year ago i uh i i did uh donald trump's diet for a week for uh a, a <gasps> thrillist thing and i ate a mcgriddle for the first time in like five years and it was just so intense that I couldn't eat it. I mean, it is, it's like, it's like, a, it's like two mini pancakes plus a breakfast sandwich. So yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, pretty oily, yeah. but it's delicious. There's that ca caveat that yes, in, in my younger, more reckless days, I would have definitely opted for a McGriddle, but you know, I'm older, I'm wiser and <laughs> I prefer a dry, I prefer a dry biscuit now. Yeah. You're there. reckless in other ways. Fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Speaking of reckless, Next up is Popeyes. Uh, I feel like this. My mine is just a given. I it's their chicken sandwich. Um, their spicy chicken sandwich. Their much hyped spicy chicken sandwich. I feel like it lived up to the hype when I had it. I was actually like, I think the first time I tasted it, I said, "Oh fuck," out loud, which is kind of your move, Tony. But you know, I that's how much I liked it. Yeah, there's no mystery as to why everybody's freaking everybody freaked out about the sandwich it's just it's just good and it's the it's the buttered brioche bun that they freshly bake it's the it's the way that they uh fry and batter these um uh all white chicken breast <laughs> it's the it's the huge you know pickle slices that i talked about earlier 
Um, and if you're getting the spicy one, obviously it's that delicious um, spicy spread that they put on it. Popeye's put a lot of thought into how much time will elapse between you ordering a Popeye's chicken sandwich for delivery and when it actually gets to your door. And they tweak the sandwich accordingly so that it's pretty crunchy. It's almost as crunchy when you order it for delivery as it is if you just went and swung through the drive-thru and ate one you know, like within minutes of it being handed through the window. Uh, Kat, do you have a different opinion here? (laughs) No, mine does not deviate at all. I think I also said, oh, fuck, the first time I had it. So (laughs) I'm ditto to all of that. Yeah, I mean, it is is hyped for a reason. It is very, very good. And that's great. Good for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, well, we're, we're getting through this. We're in the home stretch. Um... All right, so this this section wild card. So, uh, uh, one of your favorite picks from a fast food place that, for whatever reason, time, uh, my own stupidity, I didn't mention. So, I, I'll go first. I'm gonna say uh, Bojangles, which is one of my favorite fast food chains ever. Their breakfast chicken biscuit is so fucking good, and it's so much better than the Popeyes analogy. I I honestly think so. I had the pleasure of having Bojangles a bunch of times in the Carolinas last summer and um i still think about that all the time it's it's such a great fast food breakfast and i love fast food breakfast so that's my wild card pick uh tony what's your pick here i'm torn okay like you can talk through it you didn't say all right so you didn't say anything about arby's and their excellent curly fries that's true um (laughs) we we awarded arby's um, the fasty for best fries and I stand by that decision 100% because I mean well, one they're curly fries yeah it's curly um, but then also <laughs> they're just they're just really well seasoned and I love the texture and the the good potato flavor still comes through mm-hmm. all that um, so that's that's one my other is um Whataburger, which is a Texas-based regional fast food chain. And I actually have never eaten a Whataburger burger or anything, but I have had their jalapeno ranch sauce in a bottle. They sell it. Actually, Kat, you gave it to me. And it is the best ranch sauce or ranch dressing I have ever had in my life. I put that shit on fucking everything. Like... I'm it eating, is really good. I'm eating Sicilian pizza that I had delivered, and I'm dipping it in this jalapeno ranch sauce. It is so good. Yeah, fast food sauces. Yeah. Honestly, more more fast food chains should bottle their sauces. That's where they really shine. I feel like. Yeah, I think they I just agree. like they have the R and D money to like you know drop a million bucks into perfecting a sauce. Right. That's awesome, Cat. What's your yeah. um? Your wild card pick, although I think I might know, but do you, wait, what, what, what were you gonna? What do you think I'm gonna say? Because I have like three directions I want to go in. Okay, is it <laughs> is it the Jolly Bee cake? Is it the Jolly Bee pie? Oh, it was. <laughs> I wrote Jolly Bee Chicken Joy. Ah, okay. Um, but right. I, okay, Jolly Bee Jolly Bee is one of them. But if we're gonna go regional, I want to talk about Del Taco too. Okay, but since I already. Since I already talked about Jolly Bee and their cute logo, 
um, at length. <laughs> I'll just say that you guys should try yeah. their fried chicken. Okay. Yeah, their fried chicken is very good, but we can so the peach mango pie, fantastic. But um, I want to give some love to Del Taco, which is um, in California, and it is I, I like people in California. There's like a rivalry between whether you like to eat Del Taco more or Taco Bell more. Mm. I honestly love them both very much. Um, I think Del Taco has their hot sauce than Taco Bell, and they also have this burrito called the um, Epic Steak and Potato Burrito, and it's basically <laughs> steak and French fries shoved into a burrito, and it is fantastic. And it will give you um, indigestion, but it's worth it because it's it's delicious and like super savory, meaty. It's full of potatoes. You can get a California version, which is full of guacamole. Um, it's just really good, and I don't know. I I admire Del Taco greatly, so I want to give some love to the state hometown hometown hero. I will say totally. <laughs> yeah, I have I have not had the privilege of trying Del Taco, but I I look forward to that day because I do love a fast food taco, as you guys know. I wanted to slip in one more category that allows me to talk about one thing that I love to talk about with you guys, and that's the most underrated fast food dish. And I'm obviously gonna put. <laughs> Taco Bell's Cinnamon Twist, the best fast food dessert in the oh world out there in front of you guys. They're light, they're snackable, they're timeless when you get them Boo. fresh. They are so good. And I implore everyone out there, when you go and try the quesadilla Taco Bell, also get the Cinnamon Twist. They're really good. No one even thinks about them. They cost literally like 50 cents. There's no reason not to get them. So really quickly, <laughs> you guys, your underrated fast food dishes. Cat. Unless you, you need disagree. to pay me 50 cents to eat those garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the trash. Well, all right. So could I just assume <laughs> that your pick is also the cinnamon twist from Taco Bell? My pick is not from Taco Bell, though. Um, my pick is from... I, I, I'm I surprised at myself for picking this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, my pick is the chicken pot pie from KFC. No one goes <laughs> to KFC to order a chicken pot pie Yikes. because you go to KFC to get fried chicken, which is fine. It totally makes sense. But um, I did, I worked on an article that was a pie quest and I ate a bunch of fast food pies. And due to this pie quest, I had to eat a KFC chicken pot pie and I was floored by how good it is. Like the crust is really flaky and buttery. The gravy is like the perfect consistency. Um, the carrots, peas aren't too mushy. Like. I, it is a fantastic chicken pot pie. I shared some with Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony, I feel like you could attest to how good it was. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know why no one would order it, but I'm just putting it out there that it's extremely good. It's so good. I love that. Uh, you know, we didn't talk about KFC, but hey, they give us room for the sequel here uh, on an upcoming pod. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Tony, what do you think here? Um underrated so like the the plant-based meat fad i think has died off a little bit but it was raging pretty um uh bright for a bit there and i think that out of all the fast food chains who have offered a plant-based uh burger burger king has gotten all the love and attention for their impossible whopper Mm -hmm. but White Castle's Impossible Slider is the best plant-based burger available today from a fast food restaurant. And that's saying a lot for any fast food menu item. Rarely ever are they perfect. But the smoked cheese, the grilled onions, 
the pickles, the fluffy little white buns. Um, and think about it this way. I think, and this reminds me of an old Anthony Bourdain interview. I think it might have been on a late night show. And he was like, something to the effect of, why the fuck would you order like a Kobe beef slider? <laughs> you're not going to. You're not going to taste how delicious the Kobe beef is when it's cooked for a fucking slider. And you're not, and, and when you're getting a fast food slider, you're definitely not ordering it for the quality of the beef, or at least you, you shouldn't be ordering it for that reason. So <laughs> you might as well, you might as well eat a fast food slider that is made with no beef. Exactly. Or at least no real beef. <laughs> yeah. Great point. That's a really good point. Um, that's a good pick, too. And I will say, you know, speaking of White Castle, which we didn't cover as a chain, stay tuned for the sequel. But the other thing about White Castle, too, is there might, and this is especially pertinent right now, their microwavable sliders are really good. Like, they're frozen sliders. They taste almost like the real thing. I would highly recommend them to you guys if you haven't tried it. Yeah, those are good. Those are definitely, like, crunchy food. <laughs> like the epitome of drudgy food or like high food. Cause you're home, you're getting super stoned and you're just like eating white yeah. castle on command. Um, yeah. yeah, that about, you know, I think that about does it. I think what we have some ideas for the next time we do this, we'll cover some other chains. Um, and I implore everyone out there listening to drop your own favorite fast food menu items, uh, in a review and a comment, you know, whatever you have to do to let us know what we got right and what we got wrong. Uh, Tony and Kat, this was great. It feels like old times, you know, being here with you, even over the phone, talking about fast food. It was truly lovely. <laughs> yeah, I miss you guys. Yeah. I miss you guys too. I, I really want to do another podcast someday over a giant spread of lukewarm fast food menu <laughs> items again the last time we were together as is tradition uh, yeah yeah, yeah we, we have to we have pickle to. talk will resume yeah hashtag pickle talk uh all right guys thanks i'm honestly probably gonna order some shake shack i can't lie so i'm gonna get off this line but <laughs> thank you guys for coming on this was awesome thanks for having Yay, me thanks Totally. All right, guys, take it easy and stay safe. All right, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Want to extend an additional thanks to the people who made this episode. Uh, Mia Fask, who helped produce it. Emily Feld and Brett Kushner from Group 9. Megan Kirsch and Jim D'Amico from Thrillist. Mangesh Hadakudor from iHeartRadio. And a big, big, big thank you to Dan Byrne, who edited and mixed this episode. Guys, I hope this made you hungry. Go out, support your local restaurants, and we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Thanks. What are you doing? Oh,